You're listening to Podfabula Productions, a mashup of fiction, nonfiction, ideas, and commentary, created and narrated by your author host, Victor Aquista. Today's episode, Zolark of Desire. Hey everyone, welcome back and thanks for listening. Today I've got a special treat. If you are a fan of the Firefly TV series, you are sure to like this episode, a space western. Who doggy? Space western is a subgenre of sci-fi that merges western themes with science fiction, but more on that in a moment. First, some quick housekeeping. I'll be mixing up the content over the next few shows to include some nonfiction, commentary, book excerpts, and profile the work of some author colleagues. Should be fun. Next, an explanation about the title of today's story, Zolark of Desire. What the heck does that mean? I use this made-up word, Zolark, as a writing prompt to my writer's critique group a few years ago. I said, use it any way you like, as a noun, verb, or both, as an adjective, adverb, or even as a conjunction, although this last choice would be stretching things a bit. Use it in a story of a thousand words or less. Writing prompts provide ways to challenge creative expression, and the group generated some great imaginative stories. My own version came in around 750 words. It was originally published in Futurism, a digital e-zine. The story and setting drew off of the world and environment created in the Firefly TV series. Great world-building as far as the social and political dynamics and really fine characters in that TV drama, combining Western and science fiction. Yes, fellow fans, this series was cut way too prematurely. Finally, an admission of guilt on my part. A friend once remarked to me that he thought I had great powers of auto-amusement. Guilty as charged. And writing is one particular way I auto-indulge and pleasure myself. Don't be so dirty-minded. Just listen to the story. Zolark of Desire. Shut up, Bill. The big miner continued undeterred. Yep, when we get off this rock, I'm going to have me a Zolark. If we get off this rock... I can see why they abandoned this outpost. Nothing here but dust, heat, and these awful M-rats. He tossed the empty ration tube and watched it land about two meters away. In the 1.3 gravity, everything seemed an effort. You know what they say, Walt. Not even them Terran rats would eat this shit. His ration tube landed just past the other discard. A pause followed as the big man tried to negotiate a comfortable position on his undersized cot. Damn, who was at this outpost last? Some undersized mole diggers from Calcon 4? Don't know. Don't much care. All this rock's got is dust, heat, and a mother load of stracosphite. Cosmine would send anyone stupid as us to dig ore here. Stranded together until Cosmine sent a shuttle, Thankful his sole companion had finally stopped talking about Zolarks, Walt shut his eyes to get some rest. Yeah, Stracus fight. 
Who'd ever think that would be worth something up again? I ain't mind this since the Ballaston colony. Oh, Ballaston. Yeah, some mighty fine Zolarks there. Shut up, Bill. There and Fru's had one of the best Zolarkings of my life there. But I was a mite bit younger then. When's the last time you had a Zolark, Walt? If I tell you, then will you shut up? We got four cycles before the Kazis rescue us. Anyway, I can't remember. It's been a long time. How long? No response. Walt rummaged, desperate to find something to plug his ears. It ain't right. Just saying. If the biggies at Kaz headquarters think a man can go 12 or 15 cycles with no Zolark, it just ain't right. We should get paid double. Take it up with Dalton. He's our union rep. Dalton? He ain't worth more than a bag of recycled urine. He don't care a nugget of zircon that a miner sweats his balls off digging ore and don't have no reward for the effort. Not even a cheap Zolark. Look. Walt shifted something in his supply pack, pulled out two small rods, and waved one menacingly. If you say the word Zolark one more time, I'm going to shove this mag strip right up your nose and put us both out of misery. He cracked the other, and a bright magnesium flame danced. Bill rolled to reposition away from his fellow miner, scratched his scraggled beard, and muttered, barely audible, angry and disgusted, a man's just looking for a decent Zolark. Nothing wrong with that, he huffed. The mag strip burned down, and he thought of Zolarks as he gazed longingly at the stars overhead. Whirlt swirled his Zisteru. The purple concoction, a Taldian specialty, tasted pretty good, though this establishment itself reeked of dive. He ordered his third. Taldius, a water moon, was known for two things, Zisteru and Zolarks, the latter legendary in this sector. Walt, I see you're partaking of some of the local finery. He looked up to see his former comrade, now clean-shaven and showing the biggest platinum caps Walt had ever seen, framed by a giant grin. Chairleg scratched a channel in the dirt floor under the table as Walt made room. Bill, pull up a seat. Don't mind if I do. The smile retracted momentarily as Bill ordered a blue zisteroo from the buxom servidroid. Did you get what you came for? Somehow, Bill's lips parted even further. Twice! You know, the Zolarks here are galaxy famous. In a little while, I'm going to get me another. He gazed in grinning contentment. Long, sweet, perfumed, and oh, so wet and wild. Quite possibly the best Zolorkin experience I've had. You really ought to go for it, Walt. You won't regret it. He inhaled deeply. I think you would really enjoy a Zolark. The sooner the better. Walt drained his mug, wiped purple foam on his sleeve, and stood stretching his legs. Why do you think I'm here? He took a step towards the back stairs. Bill put down his own drink. Try the third door on the left. She's really hot. Best Zolark ever. Shut up, Bill. I can pick my own damn Zolark. Behind closed doors, 
Walt stripped naked, eased into the waters, soaked and scrubbed in long overdue indulgence. Shutting his eyes in pure delight, he uttered to himself, Best damn Zolark I've had in a long time. Yee-haw! Gotcha. Well, you must admit, it is a dirty story. Did you see that coming, cowboy? Hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks for listening. Incidentally, on my newsfeed today from Quartz Obsession was an entire story titled Bubble Baths, Sinking into the Suds. Fascinating and really well written. Quoting from that article, I am sure there are things that can't be cured by a good bath, but I can't think of one. That quote from Sylvia Plath. So, go indulge yourself with a nice long soak, a true podfobbling pastime. All podcasts are available on my website, www.writingtoraiseconsciousness.com. Multiple download platforms such as iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, and so on. Just search for my name, Victor Aquista, or Podfobbler Productions. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and tell your friends. We also have a new Facebook page for Podfobbler Productions, where all the episodes are posted. Also, check out my Amazon author page for a variety of fiction, nonfiction books, and short stories. Till next time.